Welcome to the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Jesse, Joe, and special guest, Eknum. Episode 31, Luau Game Day. Today, I'm going to tell you about Unboxing Games $500 board game sweepstakes. Every month, Unboxing Game is giving away $500 worth of board games, and I'm going to go over the multiple ways you can enter, how it works, and what you can win. First, let's go over multiple ways you can enter. There are three ways you can get entries. You can sign up for one of their membership programs and get automatic entries every single month as well as other benefits such as store-wide discounts to their online store and automatic entries into their single game board game giveaways. New benefits are constantly being added as well. Or you can pick up some board game merchandise from them and get one entry for every dollar you spend. Here are a few examples of what you can get. They have shirts, pins, stickers, even drink coasters. Lastly, you can mail in entries if you want. Now let's discuss how this sweepstakes works. Each month after drawing period ends, all entries are sent to a third party sweepstakes administrator who makes sure all the entries are eligible and then randomly selects a winner. Next, Unbox and Game then notifies the winner and the winner gets a $500 gift certificate to Cool Stuff Inc, Card House, or Game Nerds. Then the winner goes on a $500 shopping spree at one of these online stores, picking up $500 worth of board games of their choice. Finally, Unboxing Game does this whole thing all over again next month. So what are you waiting for? Get your entries in today and secure your chance to win. Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, this is Ectum. And tonight we're going to talk about some rolling rights, game right games, uh, Kickstarters, and games we received. Awesome! So we played Dizzle yesterday, and I really liked... You did not play that. No, you didn't. Um, But I really liked the fact that it's four different levels. And four different games, essentially. And Bloom is the same way? Well, there's four different... Uh, sheets. Four different sheets, okay. four different designs. It's not four different levels. But the levels design. on Dizzle increasingly get more challenging. It seemed like they did. We didn't do the third and fourth, but I'm no. assuming it did. Where's that sticky spot at? Um, Let's see. We played Rolling America, which is a game right, roll and write. 
And that one was... Tricky. Yeah, it was. Uh, so you're placing numbers in the different colored regions. And in each state, the... Uh, the one uh, next to it has to be a plus one or minus one or the same number as the state it's touching. And so it's easy at first, but then about halfway through it starts to get more challenging. And they do give you six cheats. Yes, they do give you six. Uh, so you get three color change. Yes. You get three guards, which is you circle the number and ignore the number properties. And then you get three dupes which are duplication of the number that you just played so those are the the nine um special abilities that you can use so jess what did you what did you think of that one i wasn't a huge fan of for rolling america i would like to play it again now that i know some of the rules it was kind of confusing uh because I thought each region was its own separate thing and you could have the numbers. I didn't realize that it also counted for the entire thing where you had to you had to have either one below or one above or the same number. So that's where I got confused. I'd give it another try. It was a nice fun little quick game. Eknum, what did you think of it? Uh-huh. It was a good game. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it's challenging, especially when you get progressed into the game a little bit more and the numbers don't roll the way you want them to roll. Then it's a lot more challenging. Then you end up having to X out more things. And I could see how if you don't use your nine abilities in the right place, it could really mess you up. I agree with that. Now, comparing roll, Rolling Through America, or Rolling America, and Dizzle, I know they're completely different games, but they're rolling rights. For the rolling rights so far, how would you rank Dizzle, and how would you rank Rolling America? Compared to what? For the rolling rights that we've played so far. Um, well, we've played Quicks. Quicks is a I think a pretty fun one. We played Quinto. Mm -hmm. Quinto's about the same as Quicks. And I would put um, Dizzle in the same category, but maybe it's a little bit more complex. And then uh, Rolling America, probably just a hair below that. Okay. And then uh, Rolling America is in the family of Quicks. So there's a... Kind of a series, I would say, of games. They're the same box types of rolling rights. There's Quicks, Rolling America, Bloom, Quingo, and Zoinks. And Quinto. And Quinto, yes. Uh, Jess, you did not play Dizzle, but I think you would enjoy that one. So we are going to play Bloom next and tell you our thoughts. So we just played Bloom by Game Right Games, and uh, I really liked it. Uh, I liked the sheets, the the theme, and it seemed fairly easy to pick up. 
Jess, what did you think? I really liked it. Um, I'm surprised I won because I wasn't sure how well I was doing with you sitting over there shouting, Bookie! Um, to be honest, it was more like, Bookie! <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, I really liked it. You know, it's a super easy game to pick up on. It's quick and easy and fun. I think the kids would like it. You know, I think it's this company does really well with easy to learn games that you're learning counting, but you don't know you're learning it, especially for kids. You're saying I just learned counting? Oh, shush it. Ekdom, what did you think? I enjoyed it. I found that probably there's different strategies to win this game because um, you get negative points if you don't circle all one color in a bloom. And maybe sometimes it's worthwhile taking some negatives in order to finish up a um, certain color arrangement or a certain flower bed. It was a fairly close game between the three of us. It was uh, Jess and I tied with 22, and you had 20, so you're right there. And how many negative points or how many unhappy customers do you have? You had three? I had three. three. Jess had two. So uh, I completed three garden beds. And three. you completed three, and completed you you uh, just completed two. So, um, but you ended the game with the bouquets, or shall I say, bouquet? <laughs> uh, so that's Bloom. Our next one we're gonna try is Quingo by again Game Right Games. Yeah. All right, so Quingo. Uh, thoughts on Quingo? I think it was a very simplistic roll and write. Uh, there's one die involved, and the first person to fill up a line is the winner. So you shout out a number, you roll the die, and then you put that number in the column. If you can't put it in the column, then you just don't put a number down. So I would say that's really one of the simpler ones that we played. Um... Not a whole lot of strategy involved in it. I mean, there is some on, you know, okay, well, I'm going to go with this number because you can't use it kind of thing, but it's it's still pretty simple. What did you feel? Uh, I was lost and confused at the beginning, but then I was like, oh, I don't really like this, but I started to like it towards the end. Because you put uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 randomly throughout the lines. One in each column. One in each column. And uh, you don't show anybody when you do that. And so that's done privately. Yes. Okay. Eknum, what did you feel about Quingo? Hey! Zongo! Or Quingo, excuse me. Wow. <laughs> Zongo. I, we're just going to go ahead and put them all together. Uh, <laughs> Zoink and Z- yeah. Zungo. But you did win this one. Well, it's pretty much, it's a lot of luck in this game. I mean, there is a little tiny, teeny, weeny bit of strategy. Man, it's luck. You got it. The only thing you try to do is like the last number I called, I looked at your sheet. I kind of looked at her sheet to kind of see what would work for me. It might be less working for you two. I think it still worked for you okay, but Jess okay, but not for 
Not for Joe. <laughs> oh, wow. And it just happened. I've got a wild, so I was able to use it. I mean, it was luck. That was luck. And it's only one die, so there's not... I mean, you can't choose from anything. It's just it's what your number you choose, and then you would roll a die. So that's Quingo. Now we are going to try out Zoinks. Overall, though, I think Quingo is a very simple, very fast-paced game. And what do these what do these go for? Are they under ten dollars? They were right around between nine and ten. Okay, I think. Eight, nine, and ten, I think, is what it was. Where did you find these at? I had to go to GameRite. Oh, okay. So you got these off their website. Well, actually, no, I got... Yes. Well, no, I got them... I got them through Amazon. Okay. But they they sell them at... And they were really competitive prices. I think one of the boxes at, at GameRite was more expensive, so I was glad I did go through um, Amazon. Okay. Plus, with Amazon, after 25 hours of free shipping, so... Right. But either way, they're, they're right around $10. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So we just played Zoinks by GameRite Games, and uh, I actually liked it more than I thought I would. Um, so Eknum said it was a bidding game. Is that correct? Rolling bidding. Yeah. So you have a die with different numbers on it, and you secretly choose your value on that. And then uh, the opposing player chooses as well, secretly. Then you both reveal. And uh, the only thing is the, the roller, the active player, cannot bid zero. So everyone else can bid zero, and if you roll these, these other dice... They have circles on them, and they have squares. If you roll circles, you can continue to roll circles. If you roll the squares, and you have no circles, you zoink out. And uh, I surprisingly liked it more than I thought it would. I honestly, I did not think it would be... I thought it would be kind of lower than Quingo almost, after you said it was a bidding game. Um, but I liked it more than Quingo. So, it... It was fast, very fast-paced. I think we played it in under five minutes. Um, I liked it a lot. What do you think? Wow. I'm afraid I didn't like it quite as much as you. I thought it was an okay game. It was, it's okay. Um, reminds me of the old skunk way back when I was a kid. Similar in a way, a little bit different. The, there's a pig rolling game where you roll pigs. Similar, a little bit. Um, Bunko, I think. Maybe that's not quite the same thing. But anyway, there's, it's basically you roll till you can't roll or roll till you stop. You zoink. You zoink, yes. Yeah. Um, on that dice, there's two, two pips on it that have red dots, and there's four sides that have the blue squares. You don't want to roll the blue squares. You want to roll the red dots. So, yeah, not bad. Um, I liked it better than Quingo, but I did not like it as much as Bloom. It was okay. No, I like Bloom better. Yeah. I think Bloom was, uh, of the three games we played tonight, I think Bloom was the best. Yes. And I of the four games total, Rolling America, Zoinks, Quingo, Bloom, I think Bloom was the best out of the four. I, I think Bloom is by far the best, and I think that's why Bloom is, because Bloom you can actually get it, um, Miniature Market, Card House. Oh. I don't know about cool stuff, but I know you can get it both of those. Where the other ones I did not find there. I think that one offers the most strategy for a filler game. Yes. Um, more replayability, I, I would feel. You know, the other ones, I think you get burnt out on them quick. Yeah. 
but Bloom also has there's five different there's A B C D and E right so yeah. there's five different patterns so you don't always have to play the same pattern you can play different you could even play the game with everybody playing the same pattern everybody playing the same one and then see how that would go yeah they recommend doing random so technically if you hand them out random and three people got A's and two people got C's that's still random yep so anyway. Well, that's the uh, the Roll and Write series from Game Right Games, and they're all right around ten dollars. You can buy them on Amazon, Miniature Market, Cool Stuff. Uh, not all of them, but uh, the popular one, Bloom, which just came out this year. Yes, yes. So. Along with Quicks that was out before in Quinto, yes. which is Quicks, also yeah from the same company. And I, I would rate Quicks and Quinto up with uh, Bloom. Yes. So I think those are my three favorite from that series. Although now the new Quinto, I got a new box of Quinto. They got rid of the magnetic box. Oh, really? Wow. It's just a flat box. Okay. So maybe they did it for cheaper, make it cheaper. It's possible. No magnets. All right. I like the little magnetic box better, though. Yeah, I do like them. Um, But like I said, the new Quinto I bought, I bought Mm -hmm. an extra Quinto, and it was in a flat little box about, you know, two-thirds the size of that one. Okay. Not much to it. So they kind of just cheapened up. Cheapened up. They do everything. Yeah. We're going to try a new segment that was suggested by one of our listeners. So we are going to give you the next week's events in Sioux Falls. So Monday, August 19th, 7 p.m., is Mondays at McKinnon. Bring your favorite lawn chair or blanket. Start your week outright with good music and family entertainment. At 7.05 p.m., we've got Canaries Baseball versus Cleburne Railroaders. And 9 a.m. Tuesday, August 20th, we've got Rose Mailing Demonstration at Old Courthouse Museum. Learn the Norwegian art of rose mailing or decorative painting by watching Eileen Halverson demonstrate at Old Courthouse Museum from 1 to 4 p.m. Also have 6.45 p.m. WWE Smackdown. WWE Smackdown live back to Sioux Falls on Tuesday, August 20th. We've got Canaries Baseball at 7.05. Again, versus Cleburne Railroaders. On Wednesday, August 21st, we have Yoga on the Water. Yoga on the Water is a summer series of yoga on the Big Sioux River, just outside of the Hilton Garden Inn downtown. This yoga is for all ages. This is at 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday, August 21st. And we have Canaries Baseball versus the Texas Air Hogs at 7.05. On Thursday... We have the Carnival at the Empire Mall. Starts at 5 p.m. The Empire Mall will be hosting a carnival featuring rides, games, and food from August 22nd to August 25th. We've got the historic walking tour of Duluth Avenue. Enjoy beautiful summer weather while learning about Sioux Falls sites you pass by every day. $3 per person over 12 Call 367-4210 to register in advance. 
This starts at 6.30 p.m. on August 22nd. Then we have Aaron Earl Short, Season 7. At 6.30 p.m. on August 22nd. $5 Last Stop CD Shop tickets available at Sioux Falls Last Stop CD Shops. Come experience the music. Join us at Last Stop CD Shop on East 10th Street. And we also have Canaries Baseball versus the Texas Air Hogs at 7.05. On Friday, August 23rd, we have Lunchtime at Van Epps. Join us for lunch hour and boost your mood. That's at 11 a.m. Uh, must be something new with the Sioux Falls Visitors Bureau. Um, we have Petchuli at the Old, House, Old Courthouse Museum Summer Concert Series. 12 p.m. August 23rd at the Old Courthouse Museum. Petchuli will perform in the plaza behind the Old Courthouse Museum from noon to 1 p.m. Bring your lunch or buy one from the Pickle Barrel. Free admission. We have the Carnival at the Empire Mall continuing at 5 p.m. We have at 6 p.m. at the Wild Prairie Winery in evening in the vineyard. Enjoy live music and food trucks at evening in the vineyard. At 6 p.m. Friday, August 23rd, we have at 8th and Railroad Center. The sounds that sounds decent is a gathering of music, art, culture, and community. Enjoy Soul Crates final performance as well as performances from more local artists we have the greatest show on h2o at catfish bay water park 7 p.m at catfish catfish bay water ski park the greatest show on h2o is a water skiing comedy adventure for the whole family including acting singing dancing and amazing stunts at 7.05, we have Canaries Baseball versus the Texas Airhawks. And Saturday, August 24th, Falls Art Market. 8.30 a.m. Saturday, August 24th, at the Bronze Age Art Casting. Relaxed outdoor art market near featuring original, fine, functional, and wearable art. Meet different local artists on the 4th Saturdays, near Falls Park. The Carnival at the Empire Mall is continuing at 1 o'clock on Friday, or on Saturday, August 24th. We have Shambletown Rebels, Season 7, 2 p.m. Saturday, August 24th at the White Wall Sessions. $5, last stop CD shop. Tickets available at all of the Sioux Falls last stop CD shops. Come and experience the music. Join us at Last Stop CD Shop on East 10th. That sounds decent at 3 p.m. on Saturday at Ethan Railroad Center. Is gathering of music, art, culture, and community. Enjoy Soul Crate's final performance as well as performances from more local artists. So apparently Friday was not their final performance, but Saturday will be. 6.05 Midnight Market 4pm It's your annual chance to shop local Dine and be entertained under the stars 
That's at the Sharapa Place. And last but not least, Moonlight Movies, 8.30 p.m. Saturday, August 24th at Faywick Park. Bring a blanket or chair and enjoy a free outdoor movie in the park. It'll be A Dog's Way Home, released in 2019. So that is the upcoming local events for this coming week. Yeah, if you're in the Sioux Falls area, check out the new location of Dragon's Den at 7218 West 41st Street. They have great customer service and a welcoming environment. They have a large selection of games and play space. Check them out. 7218 West 41st Street. Alright, so we just played Skulk Hollow. And um, it's a two-player game. Very, uh, well, you you kind of said that you thought it might be a little easy right off the bat. <laughs> you, you think it's stupid? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Because you, no, you lost? Because I lost. No, <laughs> no it's, it's an okay game. It's okay. For a two-player game. It's okay. The depth, what do you think? Well, I honestly, mm-hmm. I think there could be more cards to do more different things. I think the board could be bigger. So maybe one more space in between. I realize that would make the game longer, but maybe that would give him too much of an advantage, and that's why they didn't do that is because they need to be close for them to jump on him. Um, all in all, it's not a bad game. Um, yeah, I mean, it was close. It was close. It was very close. You, if you hadn't have, if you had one less, one less move, I think Grok would have won. Yeah. If I had not had those power cubes, yes, um, and then moved the king in for the kill, yes. I would not have won. Yes, I think then Grok would have won. Yep. And maybe Grok needs to just go for it and go for the king right away and just kill him. It's possible. But if there's other, but if you don't have very much in there, but right. If, but if you don't have very many in there, do I have to kill the others first before I can kill the yes, king? Yes, you have to attack the other ones around him before you attack the king. Which, you were killing them pretty quick. Yeah, as long as I got the cards. But yeah. if you didn't get the cards, then you couldn't do anything. Because basically, you'd have to have a whole bunch of swing cards. Which I think you do have a lot of swing cards. But once they get on you, that's really your weakness. Oh, it is. It is. But I mean the uh, the pieces. What did you feel about the pieces? I really liked the pieces. Five, um, five swing cards, which is not bad. I liked the print on each. I mean, they could have just not done an icon or, di- or a different color on each one. Right, but they they I think they kind of went all out. For well, them. the icons kind of help out the cards. It makes yep. you understand which which player is which. Um, I don't. What are these bones for? Did those come out of your package? I don't know where they came from. I'm not sure. Maybe they're for something else. Okay. But the pieces are, are awesome. They're all wooden pieces. Uh, the cubes are the acrylic see-through power cubes. Uh, the cards are, are decent card quality. Everyone has a player mat to help you out with your references. Uh, you have cards that help you out with what the other person's doing, their abilities. Um... I really liked it. I, I like. I really like the the golem has his own board. Yeah, I think that's very. I cool. didn't understand in the beginning after we got to playing. Yeah, I understood it and I got it. Um, 
I think all in all, it was. I think all in all, it's a pretty good game. I wouldn't say it's the best game, but it's a pretty good game. Yeah, I found it interesting. Um, for a two-player game, I at first it seemed like it was very one-sided. Like the uh, the golem was just whooping on me, and if I would have backed up, if I would have backed up back to my corner, yeah, and started over, I think, and just slowly come out and grab you and whooped you. I think I would have done better. I think once I had two guys on you, yes. though, on the golem, that really was the game changer. Because yes. then I started doing some damage, jumping around, doing more damage. And that really took away your throw, your gaze, yeah. uh, the stomp. So that, that really limited your abilities. I never used stomp. And maybe uh, I should have used stomp. I took it away, though. But maybe I should have used stomp. What does the stomp do? That basically move all your heroes on to other spaces. Oh, that, that yeah. On the ground. That could have, yeah, could have helped. You were never really there much for no. you stomped. Because once you got there, you jumped on me. Yeah. Oh, I. You like climbed up on me and just scratched at me and clawed and poked my eyes out and wrapped up my hands and wrapped up my legs. And it's like I couldn't do anything. That's what the foxes do. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, there are four characters for the the guardians that you can choose from. There's Grok. There's Apoda, which is kind of like a centipede creature. Uh, Grok is like a bear, and uh, there's Tanthos. What do you need? All that stuff. All this stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is like a mammoth creature, and then there's Raptra which is kind of like a raptor. Uh, they all come with their wooden cut miniatures, which are very hefty. And uh, all the pieces are wood with painted uh, icons on them. So overall, I was I was very happy with this Kickstarter. Uh, it all came out in uh, very, very good condition. Uh, the player boards are nice, and the, uh, the Golem uh, boards are also very very clever so overall i for a two-player game i would give this one a higher rating probably an eight out of ten so yeah each each character has its own box with its own pieces and cards in it so it it makes it easy for for sorting and pulling out for your next game so again i i really liked skulk hollow uh, the insert is very nice, very well done. Uh, it is organized so you can put your cards back to where they belong. Each box has an uh, imprinted icon in the space so you can keep it all sorted. So it's very, very good quality. I am very impressed with this product. So I will definitely be checking this company out again. This was Skulk Hollow, and it was made by Keith. Mateka, Eduardo Bariff, and Dustin Faust. Pencil First Games. Very cool game. I liked it. Liked it a lot. I like to get this one on the table more. So, uh, that's Skull Hollow. And yesterday, we played a game of Villainous. We played two games of Dizzle and Rolling Through America. Dizzle we went over a little bit earlier, is a roll-and-write game by Stronghold Games. And you have, depending on how many players, uh, we, we played a three-player game, correct? 
Mm-hmm. And that was 10 dice we play with. Mm-hmm. And so you roll the dice, and the active player picks a die. The next player picks a die. And you keep going around until you either pass or you re- you have that re-roll option. And if you do not roll something that you can use, you have to take a, dice a, a die off and put it back with the pool. And you're done. And then you're done. And then you go until everyone is either done and passed or uh, there's no more dice left. And that uh, there's four different levels. So you start with level one, and you can, or you can start with level four. But we started with level one, uh, went to level two, and it added a, a different variant or difficulty. I, I would call it difficulty. We also played Chocolatier. Oh, Chocolatier. Yep, that was a good one. Um, that was you were making your boxes of sorted chocolates, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That was twenty five dollar game, roughly twenty one. And how much is Dizzle? Uh, I don't remember. Probably around the twenty dollar mark, something around there. A little cheaper, sixteen eighteen. So, and you can find those on Miniature Market, cool stuff, Card House, Card House um, all of the the big stores and. And maybe your local game store. Um, but I would definitely check out both of those if you can play them. See if you like them. Uh, Rolling America was along the lines with the Game Right Rolling Rights. And of the four between Rolling America, Quingo, Zoinks, and Bloom, my favorite of those four is Bloom. And that's, that's by a long shot. <laughs> Uh, we played Villainous last night. I was uh, Jafar. And we actually played an eight-player variant of the game, which was a very long game. Uh, a lot of time went around between turns. And uh, so there was a lot of just talking, having fun. But that was our Luau game day yesterday. Uh, we had... I'd made some... Some uh, Hawaiian sliders, some different uh, punches, and some fruit trays out. Uh, quite a few people came. Eknum and his wife. Um, Kim and Tom came later in the day. Adam and Kate and um, his, daughter. his daughter. Natalie, I believe it was, all came. So we had a full house, uh, or full game room, I should say. Um, we got basically through Villainous, and then a storm was coming around the corner. So we took down some decorations outside, and I barely made it inside, and they just started downpouring. So, but that was that was a very fun day. We we started at 10 a.m. and went until almost 10, I believe it was. So had a lot of, a lot of fun with that. Um, our next game day is going to be this Saturday. So if any of the listeners are local or close by, um, stop on by or join our group. We have a Facebook group that I organize all these events. So if we have an event at my home, uh, it's again in the game room, which is a separate part of my house. So it's not actually inside the house. It's it's outside the house. It's uh, an attachment on my garage. And uh, and then we have public game days, and those are usually at Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den is uh, nice enough to host our group for once a month game gathering. 
Uh, we did a game gathering two weeks ago at Dragon's Den, and uh, we had a really good turnout. Uh, Eknum played Blood Bowl team manager with Bill. Uh, we played, or well, I played, um, uh, what was the Western game? Great Western Trails, is that right? Great Western Trails with Noel and Brian and I believe it was Eric. And uh, it was it was a longer game. Um, we were kind of learning it, so it, it took a lot longer than it's recommended on the the box. It was it was an okay game, probably not my favorite western. Would I play it again? Probably. Um, but I would probably recommend playing it with three players rather than four fairly recent it'd be nice just to get it to the table again to see if it goes any quicker and if i don't have the enjoyment to the second time then i probably will decline in future but not a bad game it's uh it's pretty basic when you get down to it and uh then we played so after great western trails we played Lucidity, Six-Sided Nightmares. That's a little dice game. Uh, everybody has a player board where they are playing on their dreams. They will decide which level of dream they want to go into. And they will roll the uh, roll the dice. And they, they associate with the icons where, where the dice will go. So if you roll eyes, uh, that goes into your dream... And if you roll the kind of Z's, that's your sleep. And then there's points. And you want to get the points. So it's a push-your-luck game. You roll until you either turn into a nightmare or you decide to stop. Or I think you wake up was the other one. But once you turn into a nightmare, then your whole goal is you can't roll dice anymore you have to play on the other's dreams. And so you want to steal their points from them. Uh, so that was that was an interesting game. Uh, we played Brian, uh, James, Eric, and myself. And Brian won that one uh, of a tie. I actually tied him, but he won the tiebreaker. So with the tiebreaker on that one, you take all of your point dice that you've acquired, and you will roll them and whoever has the most point dice after the re-roll is the winner. Uh, we also played D Disney Villainous as well on that day. Uh, Jess, Michael, Brian, James, and myself played. Jess was Ursula. Michael was Hades. Brian was Maleficent. James was King Queen of Hearts. And I was Prince John. Uh, James won with Queen of Hearts. All he had to do with his character was get his little uh, heart soldiers out there and then turn them into wickets and then play a card called Take the Shot and then all he had to do was draw a certain amount of cards and then the cards had to be less than whatever power associated with the total number of wickets power. And he did it and won. And so the last time when we played Disney Villainous uh, Jess made a house rule that no one picks the Queen of Hearts because every game she has played Someone has picked the Queen of Hearts, and they have won with it. So she wanted to know if the game was broken or not. So we did not play with Queen of Hearts. 
the Evil Queen won it last night, and that was Kim. Still a queen. So Still a queen. It was. Uh, so then we played, again, last night, we played two games of Chocolatiers. Uh, Eknum won the first one, and the second one was won by his wife. And they were all very close games. So it was a uh, very cool game. Thank you for bringing that over. Appreciate that. That was a Kickstarter, correct? I Kickstarted it, yes. And you were a little disappointed on the Kickstarter because the only difference between the Kickstarter and the retail version was these little coins. Six or 15 wooden tokens instead of the cardboard tokens. But the wooden to- the cardboard tokens actually looked... The glossiness on the cardboard tokens make them also almost look better than the wooden tokens. Yeah, and I preferred the cardboard pieces with that, uh, what is it, the ultraviolet, or uh, what is it called, that... Uh, Just the shine on it? Yeah, yeah. I I liked that better than the, the wooden pieces, so... Um, and that was kind of silly that that was the only difference between the Kickstarter version and the retail. And I think I paid... Uh, and your box had came, come damaged as my well. My box came damaged. Caved in. Yes, and they said they would just send me a new box and donate my box to like the library or a game place where people can play it to learn more about the game, and they would send me a new box, which they did, and the new box was fine. Came nice. My Kickstarter version, I paid like $25, $26 for the Kickstarter one. Retail, it goes for 21 so, yeah, not too much different for just little wooden tokens when the cardboard ones are, they look better. So, um, and that's uh, that's kind of just what happens sometimes when you get these Kickstarters is you may think you're getting something really cool and it just doesn't fit with the game. So I've had that happen before. But the Skulk Hollow Kickstarter is really cool. I like it. Yeah, I like the insert. I think they did a really well, jo- or a very, very good job on that. I like the pieces. So, looks nice. And it came early, so came that's early. that's a pretty big deal. This is a little expansion that came with it. This is called uh, the Mini Hero Expansion Relic Cachet. So I'm not sure what this one does, but it's uh, ancient relics. So right now we are printing off. Uh, some board game components for Puerto Rico. So I found on Thingiverse these little uh, trade houses. Is that what this is? Yes. So the little trade house, and it actually turned out pretty cool. Oh, these are my other cards for uh, that one, the Foxins. So these little uh, trade houses, so you put your little cubes go in there, and they, they turned out pretty cool. So I'm going to print Eknum a couple copies for his games. And uh, then we're going to work on resizing for your anniversary edition. Yes. Is that, and that one come with a little bit bigger pieces than normal version. Yes. Now you also said that Puerto Rico is coming out with another edition. Yes, they're coming out with another edition. They're adding something to it. I don't know what it was, but I read a little bit about it. They're re-releasing the game with better components, and the new release game will come with the two expansions, just like the Anniversary Edition did. 
So now, what is the difference between the anniversary edition and the regular edition of Puerto Rico? It, different components or just bigger different components. components it came with the two um, expansions and the car or the um, the um, ships look different a little bit fancier a little fancier ships little are they fancier. still cardboard they're cardboard but they're thicker cardboard okay all the pieces that go for the um, the buildings and everything else are thicker, thicker cardboard. Okay. So yeah, that's I guess that's a new new deal that they're going to come out with. Uh, Jess just recently acquired a copy of Wingspan. She's very excited about that, so I will be printing her out some uh, birdhouses and some uh, fancy bits for instead of the cardboard tokens. Uh, we had also gotten a cool game from Target. I shopped at Target, and they had some clearance items. So the one is called Ship of Treasures, and I thought this was really interesting. So this is another game uh, that was a contest-winning game invented by two 10-year-old girls. And I do like to get the the, the Pressman um, games that uh, children design i think that's very cool i think it's nice that uh these kids are are so young and and getting into the game hobby especially with designing and this one just really caught my eye it was on clearance for seven dollars and you get this massive ship um so this box here ecnum is uh is the size of the ship and now you all right so you got this massive plastic ship with this uh front uh kind of cardboard pieces that make it look like a ship and it just it looks interesting so these two 10 year old girls um they they designed this game it's got little treasure chests it's got cannonballs it's got nice looking dice looks like some hefty player boards pirate's journal so yes for your eyes only so it's got it's got some uh, some decent components to it stand up Nice stand-up, some dry erase markers, decent cards. So, yeah, I think it's definitely worth $7. And the ship is really, really impressive. So, uh, picked that one up. I also got... Basically, you're hiding treasures and you're hiding things in here and you're looking to find them. Yeah, that's what it is. You're just trying to find the hidden treasure. So we also picked up a Friends game, because we will be having a Friends giving this year. And we picked up Friends, the one with the ball game. And so this is a game where you pick a card and you're supposed to do something with this ball. I just thought it was something fun, and since we're having a Friends giving, it was something that we could add to our Friends game day. So we picked up that. I also picked up at Dragon's Den. Corinth, Roll and Write, Days of Wonder. So this one is uh, looked fun. It was one that I'd been looking for. All right. Under a blazing sun in 4th century BC Corinth, traders come from all corners of the Mediterranean Sea to sell their goods. Persian carpets, Cretan olive oil, Roman grapes, Egyptian spices, 
are highly prized by traders. You are an ambition, ambitious merchant. Send your faithful steward to market. Deliver goods to most prestigious shops. Erect buildings to help your businesses grow and become the most well-known among your peers. You have you only have a few weeks to secure your place in Corinthian lore as its most savvy trader. Uh, each round of Corinth, a handful of dice are rolled, and players take turns selecting groups of dice to deliver goods to shops. Purchase herds of goats or visit the market, recording their progress on their notepads. In this game, you will need to pay close attention to what your opponents are doing and choose between taking the best option for you or making sure that your opponent doesn't get theirs. So, looks uh, looks fairly interesting. I like the theme of it. The other game I got was God's Forge. And this one really just caught my eye with the artwork. It's this beautiful uh, box that has this gold um, outline lettering. And it's just green, fiery, awesome castle on it. It just caught my eye uh, by Brendan Stern. So I picked this one up also at Dragon's Den. It's a dice game. I like dice games. So this one is uh, simultaneously crafting and combat dice. You play cards. Features simultaneous play. All players roll their dice, craft their spells, and launch their attacks at the same time. There's no downtime. Everyone's always playing. Once Ethereum was plentiful and the land was peaceful. Now its peasant presence in the world has dwindled and elite spellcasters battle to control the last place this primal resource can be harnessed. The God's Forge. It's got this cool circular board and beautiful nice and uh cool components so really uh looking forward to getting that one to the table that one's from atlas games the other one that we recently received from dragon's den was also die hard and that is the nakatomi heist board game and this one is from USAopoly. This is suspense, excitement, and adventure on every level. Experience the classic action film Die Hard in this one-versus-many strategy game. Play as John McClane or Hans Gruber's team of thieves and battle your way to top of Nakatomi Plaza. Complete objectives and plan your attacks in order to prevent or pull off the heist of a lifetime. yippee ki Double-sided game boards unfolds to reveal three acts, nine custom-sculpted figures, including John McClane and Hans Gruber. It looks pretty cool. So this is going to be one that we will get to the table for our Die Hard Christmas party. <laughs> uh, we also picked up from Target the Blockbuster Party Game. And we actually played this uh, on Kathleen's birthday when my uncle was over. And uh, really cool little game it is in a blockbuster rental case is what it looks like you open up the box and it looks like a blockbuster cassette tape and then you pull that out and that is the board for the game and it opens up to the blockbuster parking lot you have 
a little Blockbuster sign that you put in there. You have your Blockbuster timer. And then you have your cards. And you have a head-to-head. You pick teams. You have a head-to-head. And uh, you... It gives you uh, a, a subject, um, such as name movies that Arnold Schwarzenegger starred in, and so you'll you'll just name movies that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in. And once someone cannot name it in 15 seconds, so every time you pr- you name something, you press the button, and it goes back. And it, you have 15 seconds to rebuttal. If you can't think of another one, then your team loses. They get the advantage. They pick six cards from the movie deck. They choose the three that they want, and they give you the three that you do not want. And so you have to put them on the three separate spots, and that is one word. You can give one word as a clue to get that movie title. Quote it, which you can give a quote. It doesn't even have to be from the movie. You just give them a quote that you think that might get them to that movie, or you can act it out. And if you get all three of yours then you can, it within the uh, the time limit, you can try to get your opponents. And it's a fun little game. Um, we really liked it. So there's that one. And then Target also had a game called Fluff, which is a little dice game. And that is uh, clever and crafty. The, this Liar's Dice experience is an evolution on the classic bluffing game. Fluff features... Palm-fitted rolling cups for poker-style peeking and critter-adorned dice for wild-style bidding. Fluff up the bids or challenge the calls. Be the best fluffer to outlast the other cast of characters. So, it, uh, it looked fun. Something I could pick up for one of our game days. And uh, I think that was about all we all we picked up. So... Not much going on. We'll have a game day next Saturday. Try to get some more games to the table. And uh, just play on. So that's it for me. I'm Joe. And I'm Ekdom. Have a great day. You have power. The power to save lives. The power to defeat illnesses. The power to use games for good. You can be a hero for local sick and injured kids through Extra Life, a 24-hour gaming marathon that supports a local Children's Miracle Network hospital in your community. Join 50,000 gamers from all across the world as we battle the enemy illnesses and injuries facing local kids. Play games, heal kids. Find out more at extra-life.org. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on these formats. Find us at Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Join our Facebook group of Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us at Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Find us on Reddit at Average Joe's Gaming. You can join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can go to our website, AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com, and find all of our information. 
check out our Extra Life tab. And feel free to join our Extra Life team by clicking on the Extra Life logo, which will take you to our team page. You can also listen to us on any of your favorite podcasting devices, such as Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of your feedback. If you wish to get in contact with us, you can go to our website at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and go to the Contact Us link, or you can just email us directly at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com. You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thanks again for listening.